is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Stays in Mexico. Did you bring back some pesos and stuff like that? Did you have uh, some extra pesos? You know, I I spent probably forty dollars the whole time I was there. Wow, and that was just tip money. I didn't. I don't think I bought one thing. Really? Oh, I bought was that it hat. Like all inclusive, you get the. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, I forgot, yeah. man. Yeah, do you, you do. have it's those? Good looking hat. Can you put them hats up on the uh, screen that? Uh, Shannon put on these some nice hats. Next it was just funny how he took the picture with yeah. him so close to the camera. Next time. Well, my arms aren't that long. You don't look that tan or anything. The weather, the, it was overcast the first three days, so we only really got good sun the last, the very last day. Second yeah. to last day, it was it was, it was was partly sunny. So did you, what, you took you and your mom and who else went? <laughs> Patty. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> For real, I was just asking. Shannon, I'm asking. I'm serious. So your mom is Patty. Yeah, Nate, all of them. Uh, to, why, why are you looking at me like that? A minute and a half into the show, and you already trying to piss my mom off. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> what? Trying to get me in trouble. We ain't been on the air in, together in three weeks. And you already, and you start the show off like that. We love you, Mama uh, Gross. Yeah, I haven't heard from her in so long. I ain't haven't heard from her in so long. I just... Hope she hasn't gotten lost. We'll get her. We'll get her yeah, to call in next week. Okay. It was funny. I was back here, a neutral party in Dallas, doing my mm. normal thing. Get, so on our working. Text, this guy was truly working. Our text thread. We had Shannon with these shots from Mexico, the sun on the beach, it looked beautiful. And then you had Nate and Kyle sitting cold, bundled up, hard <laughs> bleachers and mobile I'm to Alabama. Recover, man. Beanies Ooh. on. Hey, it's that hey, didn't hey, look hey, like hey, fun, hey, man. Hey, if you can show some of those shots, if somehow, some way, excuse me, I'm sorry. That's, oh, my oh, goodness. Nick, come on, man. Now, what oh, it is, that's, co- that's Coach Johnson. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get in contact with him and if, Rich Dabrup and a few other guys. If that's Coach Johnson, you know, no, I'm saying, that. no, I'm trying to get in touch because y'all know I'm going to the Hall of Fame, though. I'm, I'm gonna find a way in that Hall of Fame. You going? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm. You know, and uh, and I know Coach Johnson's a very private person, so I wanted people to reach out and touch him before I did. You know, because he, because he don't he wouldn't know my number, so. And uh, I want to make sure my name is on. All I want to say, congratulations, Coach. Here's my uh, ad, here's my. Phone number and address so you can tell them folks call me so I can yeah. be there. Here's, here's where to send my ticket. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. You, no, you, you gonna pay for it? The Hall of Fame gonna make you pay for everything. Everything. You ain't getting nowhere for free. No free ride. No huh? free ride in the Hall of Fame. Except dude. the after party. You get to go to the after party for free. And that ain't free either. Somebody going to pay. Somebody for that. pays. Yeah. For it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, what do y'all want to talk about? You want to talk, start with Senior Bowl? You want to talk, no, talk about we, coaching staff? No, you want to no, talk about – No, okay, we got to get your – a couple of minutes in on what you did where you were actually awake doing all of this yeah. in Mexico. So share that with us first. It was kind of laid back this year. Really? Yeah. What's laid back compared to most years? 
Huh? What is laid back compared to most years? I remember oh, most. Mexico. <laughs> I remember all of it, uh, most of it. Right, right. Yeah. No, it was good. It, they they moved it to a new uh, a new property, and it's actually one of the properties we scouted for one of the the cheerleader uh, really? calendar shoots one yeah. year. Okay. So it was nice. It, it was the food was a lot better this year than the old property we stayed at, and it was the property was a little bit nicer. The where they had the pool party was a little more crowded. But that was okay. So they had 24-hour room service. Right, right. Wow. Which, believe it or not, I did not take advantage of. Free really? room service, 24 oh hours. Oh, my goodness. Because it, right. it was like an hour and a half wait because there were so many people uh, ordering it. I was drunks at 3 in the morning. Drunks at good. 3 in the morning. But it was, ni- it was nice. We So pool parties during the day and big concerts at night? Yeah, get up about 10, 11 o'clock. If you wanted to eat breakfast, you go do that. If not, you go to the pool and... You know, it was all inclusive, so all your beverages, alcoholic and non-alcoholic, were included. So Concert did you, tickets did your girl, your girl, your friend went with you? My girlfriend went. Okay, golly, man, yeah. that's that what you hate. You know, when I was a young buck like you and I was out having fun, you take your girl, uh-huh. then all these beautiful women. Oh, I took I took Beach <laughs> to the Sand this year. Yeah. I mean, sand to the Beach this year. I was like, you be looking like. That's why I was more laid back. That's 100% <laughs> why I was more laid back. I told my buddy, my buddy Jim that lives out. Yeah. In San Diego, uh-huh. he's been all six years. This was our sixth right. year. And uh, there's probably only, there's I think they sell about 5,000 tickets to this thing, mm-hmm. and there's less than 100 of us that have been all six years. Right, so right. Very few of us that have been from the beginning. Right. And uh, at at the end, I, I texted him once he got home, and I said, hey, you left your shoes and one of your shirts. I got them. Give me your address. I'll send them to him. I was like, I was like man, I... You were you were more drunk more days in a row this year than I ever remember. Or, like, I've always been drunker than you. I just can't, <laughs> yeah. didn't realize how drunk you are. And he goes, probably a little bit of both. Probably somewhere in the middle. So, yeah, wow. But it was good. The very last day, um, Luke Bryan plays the Thursday, Thursday night and Saturday night. And Saturday night's usually where they bring all the other people out on stage and sing. And the last two... When the cloud in the sky and the last two songs, it poured rain. Oh, poured rain! Really? So we're, but it was actually really cool because he just stayed out and sang out in the rain, and we stayed there with him. So it was good. It was a good cool, trip, man. man. I, I, that's great, yeah, man. It was wow. a good trip. We had we had a good time. So it was a good experience. So so can't, Kyle, can't wait to go back next year. So Kyle, what have you done in the last past week while Shannon was in uh, Mexico? Well, I was actually working and doing some draft coverage. Right. Right. With you? You know, can we get some details of what you've been doing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you Kyle, why yeah. are you holding back? Well, yeah. I'm trying to be modest, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, of course, the draft show, and we went down to Mobile, hosted the break. and Trying uh, to be modest as, shows. as he turns the spotlight on back in the control room, <laughs> whips the camera around. Just yeah. the God voice. I feel like it's better for a listener if yeah. they can see no, me. No, no, yeah. put it on you. I like seeing yeah. it. Uh, but, yeah, just kind of just really kind of diving deeper into these guys and getting a chance to, to see who the Cowboys could be looking at come April and uh, getting ready for the combine now. Now is pretty much the the big thing on the table. So Nate and I have been working pretty hard, and he he kept texting me or not texting me, but being right beside me trying to tell me to text you guys to make sure that you knew that Nate was working as well. So he was the one that was kind of uh, yeah, controlling like, hey, the whole thing. Shannon, hey, I knew Kurt was back working, but I'm like, hey, man, you need to text this to Shannon so everybody know that who's working and who's having fun. You know you know the best part of the whole vacation? Like, the concert was awesome. The food right. was awesome. The 
the alcohol was awesome. <laughs> sure. The alcohol was awesome. Was I would literally get up because uh, I told everybody if something's important, text me or call me because I'm right. not checking email while I'm down there. I would literally wake up, roll over, grab my phone off the nightstand, look at it. If there were any messages, I would check right. them. I would put my phone in the safe. I would go yeah. eat. I would go to the pool. We'd come home at night before the concert about 5.36. I'd pull my phone out of the safe. I'd check it again. I put it back in the safe. We'd go out that yeah. night. And I wouldn't check it till the next. It was went so there, oh, huh? went off the grid. It was so great, so great. Nice. Do we have time for Kurt for yeah. a break? How cold was it in Mobile? Uh, how y'all cold look, was it, Kyle? Y'all look miserable. That yeah. first day, it wasn't that it was so cold. Cause it was 40, 40, 40 in the forties. Yeah, the wind. But the wind. Oh, they ought to do something, man. If people are gonna come <laughs> to your stadium, it's already hundred and eighty years old, and you got Ooh. sitting on on bricks and 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 steel. But anyway. Where, was they, they had that. It's in Mobile. Yeah. Is it at a high school? Had the Pebble. What is it? Uh, what's the name of the stadium? Uh, Pebble something. Lad People Stadium. Lad yeah. People Stadium. That's where yeah. South Alabama plays. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's a college. It's just an old college stadium. Man, oh, my God. Ugly. <laughs> hey, do we have time to find out what oh, Kurt Oh, yeah. We is? got all day, man. <laughs> oh. Kurt. I what? was probably my most exciting thing. I got. I was. We were working on some of these 1960s stuff. So I got to go. We interviewed Daryl Johnson, Too Tall yeah. Jones, Cliff yeah. Harris. So I got to kind of hang out with some of the big alumni. It was cool. Cool, was cool. man. Yeah. That was sweet. Who, yeah. was, who, was, who was the coolest one you hung out with? Coolest one I hung out with? Or had the with? best stories. I know the best political one. Well, going to say all the right things all the time. That's Daryl Johnson. Now, the coolest one maybe would be Big Ed. Yeah, with he's the voice. cool. Yeah, with the he's voice. cool. Um, probably Randy White. Was pretty because he. Have you seen the tattoos on his arms? Yeah, now? he's a big guy, and he he <laughs> he will tell some stories. He he'll tell some stories that will not make it on camera. So right? Are those on the? No, they're not on oh. there. It was just, while he, they did, were setting up, me and him were hanging out and talking, and oh. it was. Did he use SB more? Uh, just S more? Uh, <laughs> BF? You know, he'll call you a big elf if you mean uh, uh, you some. You know, yeah. <laughs> I did he like. You know, uh, he got some words that just – and when he says he said it with such emphasis, yeah. when he cussed, it was emphasis. i tell you what, man. Yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with he's him. He's a big – how is, old is he he's now? He's probably around 60. And he's – No. No, 69. No. He's probably closer to 69. Because I'm 58. That's right. And so Randy at least 10 years older yeah, than me. He yeah, told me, he, he told me he's 69. Yeah. He's yeah. almost 70 yeah. and he's still jacked up oh, like that? Oh, yeah. He works out all the time. Man, and, and, and His I shake your hand, like a bro. trainer. Yeah, he, so. he'll shake your hand and – Oh, I shook his hand Bruh. one time, and he damn near broke my yeah. hand. <laughs> he's funny, though. He's a great guy, and he's, like I said, he's got some good good stories. So, so what we did, Nate, is, mm-hmm. is we shot all these videos for right. this video we put out yesterday. And um, if you haven't seen it, go to our social media. It's it, We got two videos. One uh, One's kind of a history of the Cowboys with a bunch of plays and stuff, and the other one's this video um, with all these former players. You were at the Senior Bowl – we got enough stuff out of most of these guys where we're going to do little vignettes. Right. So you will you sit down with us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be glad to sit down okay. with you, man. Yeah. I mean, them $10 can add up now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just we joking. might get you 20 for that. Yeah, I hear you, bro. <laughs> hey, but so you did all of that. So how yeah, many players did you meet well, with? Well, I didn't do them all. Shannon actually, he met with Demarcus before he left. I did one. Big speaking. What? What? Yeah. I like that. I like I that. I did six, maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. I think I did. How long did it last on average, man? 
Well, we were probably there on average about an hour, but a lot of that was set up. The actual interview was maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. Like DeMarcus got long-winded, and we went probably yeah. an hour with You know him. what? This, this, this is what – you know what bothers me out of all of this is DeMarcus is a bigger cowboy than most people would know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I just wish that we had him – Oh, man. Yeah, you know, here with us, whether on the field, in the media, because he's a bigger cowboy than you think. I know. And, he, yeah. you know, so I'll pull the curtain back a little bit. We sat down, yeah. and the, the original idea was just to go in, sit down with these guys for 10 or 15 minutes, mm. have them read a bunch of words and tell us the first thing that came to mind. Well, DeMarcus, he, he works over in Southlake. He started right. his own, like, exercise company, right. and he, he's got, like, a science behind it, and he's right. worked. He's trainer certified, and he's really into social media and digital right, media. Right, he's right, got right. his own cameras. He's got his own camera guy. He does his own all this own. So he and I started talking, and when we sat him down, he wound up talking for like an hour. And mm. I and I would say, hey, this is not this is off topic. I just want to know this for myself. And I would ask him like the Saints game where he hurt his neck yeah. and he came back and he played and he told me the whole story of how right. that played out. And then I asked him. Oh, about the two thousand, uh, the two thousand was it seven season where they got the first round by, right, and had a chance to go to the Super Bowl and asked him about that. But we were asking him these words, and I said um, loyal. And when I said it, I saw him start thinking, and I was like, I think he's gonna say Jerry Jones. Hmm. And he said Jerry Jones. And he told the story about telling you, bro, the day they basically cut him. Yeah, and he talked about. That he went to Jerry's office and they sat down, they talked, and he said, he goes, I want to keep you. He goes, and I want to ask you to take less money. He goes, but I think more of you than that, and I wouldn't ask you to do that. So, I, you you know, go test or do whatever you need to do. He goes, but before he's like, I'm kind of hamstrung with the salary cap, and I can't afford to pay you what you deserve to be paid. Right. And he basically said, before you accept an offer, let me know where you're yes, going. Yes, yes. How much the offer is, and I'll do everything I can to see what I can do. And he said, he said, okay. And he was on the plane, and he called him, and he said, I'm going to Denver. This is what they're offering me. Mm. And he goes, Demarcus, I can't do that. Right. And he was like, I'll do anything I can to support you, whatever. And he said, but I, I can't do that. And I don't remember exactly how he worded it. If he didn't have the money, or if he just said I can't do that, and he said, he goes, but you know, he was honest with him above the board you, and, like, mm-hmm. and it was such a cool story because you could tell he did not want to he wanted to stay Bruh, here yeah demarcus know? man and, and see i you know me and d don't talk a lot but when i see him man like, it's certain dudes i know that live for the brand mm-hmm. you know and so when i hear him going back to denver and i hear this i'm like yeah he just you know that that grub that scrub you know yep. it'll make yeah. you do what you do but you know it, you know, Cowboys for Life, like the guys you interviewed, them, they are Cowboys for Life. They put me to shame because I grew up a Cowboy fan, mm-hmm. but I'll never be the, the Cowboy that they are, the Cowboys that they are, because I'm telling you, they, it, it comes to a point where I'm like, nah, nah forget that. I, 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 you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they, it's like a never no for them. It ain't going to never be no for them. It ain't going to never be no. Yeah. Randy, that reminds me, Randy White told me a story about you. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell oh, it on the air? Yeah, he said that uh, you, were, you guys were in, might have been training camp yeah. in practice and yeah. going, going at it. Yeah. This is like your first year or whatever. Yeah. And so. Um, you know, Randy's the starter, and Nate's he's yeah, trying to earn spot. Try, yeah, you know? they're going at it, and they get into a fight. 
and they're like grabbing helmets and, yeah. and randy said he's trying to knee him in the junk and, yeah yeah I mean, they're going at everything and so they, you know they're just, they're just worn out yeah when it's all done nate still trying to earn a spot he goes back sits down at the bench and right. you know waits his turn again randy's got to stay in there because he's the number one guy and that, <laughs> right. that get, day or something his backup was out so he had yeah. he he said man i about died out there and he said he went to nate after practice like nate we can't fight no more i can't i can't i can't keep up with that anymore so hey, i'm gonna tell you something he had man. good things to say but he really liked you uh, him you never know who speaks up for you you know that burn don't burn no bridges sometimes it's best just to keep your mouth closed because you don't never know what people really think about you, you open your mouth and then they do mm-hmm. form an opinion of you and I, and so I grew up on these guys. And Jimmy Johnson called him in the office and asked those two guys, "What do you think about Nate?" Oh, no, nah, he may be big, but you need to keep this guy. And so I never forgot that. And I, and that's when I, when I said to myself, "Would I've been a man enough, a cowboy enough, or whatever it takes?" To, you know, wow, man, this dude, you, you can see their future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and you tell a coach, a brand new young coach. Hey, you know, keep this guy. He, he he's gonna be all right. Yeah, Randy said that too. He said he told him that. Yeah, got to keep Nate. Yeah, know, play him. You know what's crazy? If you think about it, like you only get, and this is not just football, but everything in life. You only get a certain amount of opportunities. Thank you to <laughs> advance. I guess your station or your yeah. status or your job or they don't come around all the time. And I read a book one time that was saying. People that really elevate themselves are able to recognize when opportunities go by and when most people don't recognize an opportunity. You just recognize it as, oh, you just cruise through life. Wow. But something like that, you you had already been a free agent. You were trying to make this team. Yes. You made this may have been your last opportunity, opportunity right? Yes, sir. And and to know that you were close to not making the team and you had certain people speak up for you. And, you know, even though you had the talent. You had a chance with the Redskins. Yeah. You had a chance here. If you would have gotten cut, who who knows what happened? You know, and it's and, just and see, you don't want to go down that road, that blind road, right? You know, and I'll give you a messed up analogy. When the judge say, "Hey, sir, we're gonna offer you five years, but you know what? You can take it to a jury trial, and you may get off, and you may get a hundred. That's a blind road. Give me the five. Right. <laughs> know where that one ends, right? Yeah. Not sure where the other one goes. But what you, what's the reason? What you think? Oh, that ain't Jesse. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I thought I was talking pretty, to Jesse. Pretty, uh, pretty hat he's wearing over <laughs> yeah, there. Man. Yeah, man. Wow. I like that. He'll be you back want, next year. Can show. I tell you one more cool moment from 100%. the front? 100%. Tell us all the this cool moments you want. want. See, Jet. You can barely see him down in the bottom right of the screen. This might have been the coolest moment. We're in Roger Staubach's office. Yes. Mm. Setting up. Wow. Who walks in? Dirk Nowitzki. What? Yeah. So he just, his people were meeting with Rogers people, probably some investment deal or something. So here you had like, it was just kind of cool to see. These are like two of the Mount Rushmores of Dallas sports. Yes. yes. And they're just, they're just hanging out, talk, talking. And it's like, yeah. Dang, and funny. from two different generations yeah. and two different sports. sports and two different and worlds. Were, yeah. Yeah. Two they were, worlds. yeah, Germany and. Roger was in the Navy over here. That's crazy. Yeah, they're, they're just chatting Roger in the Navy had to go over there and bomb them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a cool moment to kind of be that fly uh, on the wall. I didn't got know that. Got to meet Dirk, and yeah, it was cool. You met Dirk? Yeah, I got to shake his hand. You've been holding friendly. out on me this first time hearing about it? <laughs> he was very friendly. It was it was pretty, yeah, pretty good surreal. Yeah, people, man. Oh, he's good one of people. the most laid-back athletes I've ever been around, ever. We'll talk Yo, to man. anyone, yeah, you yeah. know. He's even friendlier than Nate. 
Yeah, yeah, because I can get moody. Yeah, <laughs> man. So we don't go over thirty minutes because we ain't got Jess, man. We don't want to get into the oh, okay. You know what? Let's, let's take a break now. Enough about us. Yeah. Now, let's get into. We got a whole work and Roger whole workbook of coaches that have been named to this staff. <laughs> I have kind of a funny story about they had media day basically with the coaches on mm-hmm. Monday. I have a kind of a funny story from my point of view anyway, and I'll tell that whenever I get back. Here on Hanging with the Boys. The Cowboys Way, where Thanksgiving means spending the day with 100,000 of your closest family and friends to watch the game live. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships show us what success looks like. Where we're all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans have the power to keep their tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America. Copyright 2019, Bank of America Corporation. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score, September 2019. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back. Back. Live in studio. It's been a while. It has. I haven't got to talk about underwear in like two or three weeks. I, know. I, don't, I don't even know if you need to, but go ahead and do it just in case. Oh, okay. Put Tommy John on your end zone. Underwear that's guaranteed to never ride up. Trust me, I wear it. Actually wearing it today. It's hey. like nothing you've ever worn before. I agree. Plus, it's backed by the best pro you ever wear. It's free, guaranteed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com slash Cowboys and get 20% off your first order. All right. So. I hope fan, Kyle, the fans, they got to see those photos you put up. Yeah. yeah, so we I showed off the the Shannon photo as you can see now. Yep, that's my new hat that's I bought the, while the I was Shannon down there. photo. I and then here's the one that Nate was talking about, where it's me, Nate, and then <laughs> Scott Purcell. Yeah, I look cold. That yeah, we were very cold, miserable. That big green is that yeah, a big that, green beanie you got on? Yeah, that's second day, man. I had to put, get something. I just re grabbed something. And it, <laughs> it was green. I'm like, it ain't one hard to miss me, man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it is about Mexico. When I go, I have to buy stupid hats. They look good, man. They look good to me. It was fun. Fun. All right. Something else that was fun. This week, Monday, they I don't know if it was the official announcement or if it was yeah. just a get to know the guys, but I think it's the first time they've officially said here's our here's our guys. Yeah, brought in all the uh all of Mike McCarthy and his staff and it was kind of 
funny. It worked out really well, but it was kind of funny the way they did it. They brought them in kind of in in shifts. Were you down there? No, I went. No. I, we were doing a thing. I, I was no, I wasn't there. Monday, um, they did them in shifts, and they printed out on pieces of paper the guy's name, and then under his name, the position that he was coaching, mm-hmm. and they stuck them. They taped them on the wall all the way down by the locker room. So you have four or five, maybe six guys talking at one time okay. with the tape with their on the wall. Yeah. And they had them all the way around the corner, and it was like freshman orientation because all the media guys <laughs> would swarm in. Well, I'd been in Mexico, and I hadn't caught up on that they had named the whole staff. So I'm just walking along the wall reading the names because I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reading the names, reading the position coaches. Um, so it was kind of cool the way that they did it. And um, yeah. we got a couple of former or several former players on the on the coaching staff. Kurt, yeah. you want to go through? Did anybody surprise you guys that they brought back or that they they hired that they brought in? Did, did any names jump out at you like, whoa, that's a that's a big name or that's a guy that I didn't see being on the staff? I would say no. I mean, I. Maybe Skip Pete. I think Skip Pete's great. I'm glad he's back. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I didn't. It surprised me a little yeah, bit. He I did heard, come back. Like when they first hired Coach McCarthy, the first name I heard was Skip Pete. Really? But then when they said it was going at a kid at Texas, yeah, I'm like, wow, what happened to Skip? Then all of a sudden Skip popped back on the scene. So yeah. that was a good hire. Bringing back Leon Lett, I think, was a good hire. What, yeah. a rehire. What do you know about Joe Philbin? Uh, I don't know coach. much about coach. I, I don't know much about any of these guys except I do know that the best hire on this um, whole sheet was uh, John Fossil. Yeah, yeah, that that was the best hire they could have done. That's a special teams. Coordinator. Yeah, because that was the worst special teams in probably mm-hmm. Cowboy history that showed up on the field last year. And he came from the Rams, right? right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And he was, had some good things to say Monday talking about. You know, these tell, building these guys up, and you know they're not starters. A lot of them, but they're, this is their chance to shine and kind of building up that chemistry and everything. So. Yeah, and, and you know that that bothered me last year because your your, your job, and you can ask Jesse, your only job in most cases is if I got the kickoff, I got a straight line in an area outside of that straight line. If that ball go 10 yards to the right, I move 10 yards to the right while I run, and that same area is mine Mm -hmm. and that responsibility. I have to be cognizant of the possible blocking schemes and who can come get me. But other than that, I got to just go get the ball and tackle it. But 65% of the time or 80% of the time, this ball going in the end zone. So that means the other 30% of the time that this ball came out of the end zone, you let a guy average almost 30 yards. That's yeah. sad. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not good. That's sad, man. So even if coach just come in here and get us to the tw- to 20th, to 20th in the league, that means we'll be improved. <laughs> yeah. we're 12 <laughs> spots from 32. Yeah. Okay. One, one thing I noticed with, with all these guys, they've got a good mixture of, of – Older season coaches, a yeah. lot of younger guys. The yeah. one thing I noticed walking around listening and talking to, the, to some of the coaches was the energy. And the. I don't know if it's because they're all, like, super polite and happy to be here until the season starts and then all the media starts criticizing them and then they get grumpy and crotchety. <laughs> or if be. it's just 
the way this staff is. But, I mean, everybody was super friendly. Everybody was in a good mood. Everybody – there was just a lot of energy. And I guess that probably should be expected with a new coaching staff because yeah. they're not – they're not settled in. They're not just used to this is how we do it. We've been doing it this way for the last eight or nine years. It's kind of like, hey, let's go. We're ready to work. Um, one thing that that Mike Nolan, the defensive coordinator, said they were asking um, – I can't remember if it was – he said it, and then I think um, Tom Sula, the defensive line coach, both said it. They were asking, are you going to play a 4-3 and a 3-4? Mm-hmm. And they basically both said, really in today's NFL, the only difference is if a guy – puts his hand in the dirt, or if a guy stands up, we just want to get the best players on the field. Yeah, Like, we're yeah. not worried about what the scheme is or, or what the per- personnel is. We just want the best players on the field. And I heard the DB uh, or the secondary coach say the same thing. You know, what kind of guys do you like? Do you like big guys? He said, I don't care. Yeah, if, yeah. As long as they can play, it doesn't matter. We want it's the not, best guys on the field. See, I, I, I think that this got lost somewhere over the last four or five years. Yeah, you want a certain player, and I use the left tackle as an example. You want a guy that can bend his knees, that's number one, got good hip flex, that's number two, and got long arms. You want him to have the longest arms in the world so he can use all that athletic skill and don't let that guy get into his body. So you got those certain guys. So you don't want to get a, a team full of stumps. Because mm-hmm. that 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 that'll get you beat, no matter great how great athlete. But when you do find an exceptional playmaker, you have to have him. You don't want one or two of those guys that may be funny built, but if they supersede everything that is put before you, you have to take that guy. It never should be. We don't value a position. It never should. That I don't know where that come from in this organization or who said it, but it doesn't sound right because you eliminate playmakers. Right. If a guy is six foot four, three hundred and fifty five pounds, and he can stop the run, and that's all you bringing him in here to do, because that's what you need. What is the issue? Oh, he's not a great pass rusher. Well, you just went out and paid. Uh, a beast over there at the left side, all he got to do is continue to maintain his run gap and just run straight ahead. That's what most teams do now. They get a big six-foot-five guy, 350 pounds, and say, man, on pass downs, if you get caught in there on pass, just go straight ahead. Because if you go straight ahead and push this guy back, then my boys on the outside can take care of business. You've been screaming for that ever since we started this podcast, <laughs> what, three man. years ago? Yes, yes. Big and, guy in the middle. And and. And you know we may not get to this today. What, what do you call him? A big fat, big greasy, fat, greasy, <laughs> slimy. Come on, man! Nice. Every team has that guy, and if they don't have that guy, they have exceptional. I mean, exceptional uh, uh, guy that's 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 athletic. You know, I don't know if the Forty ers got that guy, but they three technique is so dominant to that guy that does play the nose. You know, well, I say three, they play a three, four, but they slide down to reduce look where they bring the tackle down, the, the, well, the, the tackle down to the over the guard, and then they bring that linebacker, Bozer, and you know what that's about. Mm-hmm. So, man, I'm telling you, it, it'll be a shame for this draft to come and we do not 
go out and get us a run-stopping guy. Every team has a guy. Hey, man, you got 35 plays. And all of them consist of first down, second and short, third and short, Red zone goal line. That that's your thirty plays, thirty five plays. So you're not giving any hope to Tristan Hill figuring it out last year. Uh, I pray that he does. Uh, but it, if this team is poised, and, and, and this is the question, how do you visualize this team? Or do you truly look at them as okay? They should be in the NFC Championship game. But if you're saying they're still building. Okay, and you want to waste your time, do that. But if you deem yourself, hey, it's time to go, sometime, and I can only go by when I played, Coach Johnson would have distanced this kid so far from the team that he probably would have walked away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you, you only get on a team that's built to win, you only get so many opportunities because we don't have time to waste reps on you. To develop you. Yeah. Now, if we, if you expect to be eight and eight, oh come on, Christian, we'll pat him on the butt. Oh, bad day, son. Let's change your diaper. Come, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Well, that that's a good question. So, guys that are under contract, so free agents, they'll just yeah. if they're not bringing them back, they'll kind of rot off onto the sunset. Yes. If you're if you got some guys that are under contract that this coaching staff decides this isn't the right kind of guy. Will that happen before training camp? Will that happen during mini camps and OTAs? Will they get them in camp and then decide? Like, what will they do? I think they have to bring these guys to camp. Yeah, you have to give every guy a chance. Hey, this is a new, this is new coaching staff. You're playing for show us playing for your job. Yeah, show us. Tristan's had a year in our yeah weight development. You know, so they won't see what he does. They won't do that based off of film. They'll they'll give these guys a shot and then make their decisions. Now, signing some of these guys to be based off of film, right? But the free agent, but but the guy, like I said, the guys on the contract, they telling them new coaching staff, new era, new way of doing things. Show us who you are. See. Nobody on, on on this team has the stars and stripes that Coach McCarthy has. You haven't played in the NFC Championship game and won. You haven't been to a Super Bowl and won. So you you we don't need players running around trying to get players to the next level who ain't never been to the next level. You have a guy that's the face, and I think he's strong enough you know, and, and entrenched in the right ways to get these guys to understand this is how you do it, you, you know. Knowing his history and how he and he knows how to do it, are you surprised that he's not going to be calling the plays? Oh, very much so. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And, 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 and see, one thing about it, I've, I've never tried to play no games, but pe- you, know, you know, and I don't do enough radio to even think about it. Series uh, recorded everything that you're saying. Bless her heart. That's the FBI. Yeah, yeah, that's the FBI, man. I ain't doing nothing wrong. Uh, this is what bothers me, man. Is I thought we were getting a coach to get a little bit of his system and put it into our system, uh, but evidently this was kind of discussed with the higher ups and him that this is what how they wanted to handle it. And he and he agreed to it. I'm not finna run around with a conspiracy. Oh, what do you you think? I, you know, I don't care. At this point, it is all brand new. And you he's not going to let this team fail. 
Jason, be it from a higher authority or from, by uh, his own free will, let this kid drown in three or four games. McCarthy's not going to let him drown. You know, and, and I think Keller Moore know he's not going to let him drown. So he's going to be more receptive to how they do things. You'll see probably both guys with headsets on trying to make things right and making adjustments during the game. So uh, it, I, don't, I, I don't like it because I know – see, I, I remember the McCarthy before him and, him and his, his main man got on, wrong, on the wrong foot. Mm-hmm. And, and they was in the playoffs. Now, granted, you had the, the greatest man on the planet doing it for you and Aaron Rodgers, yeah. but he was there and he was doing his thing. So uh, I, I, I love the fact that we have him offensively. All, all I need is two questions answered. And you answered one of them, John Fossil, straight up going to get it right for us. Mm-hmm. Then our defensive guys, and y'all say y'all have talked to them, and they're going to run a lot of packages, 3-4 and 4-3. So here we go. Let's see. Yeah. Couple of mm-hmm. couple of notes on a couple of guys. Uh strength and conditioning coach Marcus Paul. He was he actually stayed, yeah. yeah, he was here under uh coach uh Wojcik. Um so he actually took over for Wojcik, I guess. Yeah, I'm not, I guess Wojcik's retiring. I'm yeah. not sure what I haven't the official... heard where he's going, but yeah. Marcus got 21 years experience in the NFL. Another name, uh coaching assistant Scott Tolzine. Does that name sound familiar? He, I believe, won a game in AT&T Stadium as a third-string quarterback yeah. for the Green Bay Packers. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> he did. Went on to uh, – he was basically kind of a, a career backup guy. Yeah. Um, went to Indy, played in Indy. Uh, but he played for McCarthy uh, in Green Bay. Ooh. So I think he's going to be in some kind of analyst role or some kind yeah. of assistant coach. Al Harris. That is the that is a major hire. That, Which him one, Al? And, Al and the other guy uh, next to him. Uh, uh, that, Maurice Linguist. That is a major hire because of the fact that was the weakest component on our on our on our team mm-hmm. was our cornerbacks, and not that they wasn't. Uh, they don't have great uh, athletic skill. It, you just can see the confidence running out of these guys. Oh yeah, because yeah. Al played in Green Bay yeah. for several years. Yes. right. He was on the was he on the Super Bowl team? I think I he think was, he but was. I think yeah. he went in some overtime game and some co- some guy said we got the ball first and because we want to score and Al Harris came out and intercepted the ball and won the game for Green Bay. Was that I can't think of what game it was. Because <laughs> he, I, I kept looking at him. I was like, that guy looks really familiar. Yeah. Cause now he has he cut his he cut his dreads off right and he's got a little uh, he's got a little goatee and yeah. I was like man that dude looks really familiar and that's he used to play in Green Bay and then Maurice yeah, he, they got him in an yeah. ugly suit he actually, right here man he oh, wasn't geez. there when they won the Super Bowl he wasn't no he, he wasn't played, how many years did he play for Green Bay six uh, seven seven and then Maurice the guy the guy uh, the other DBs coach he was at A and M right. Played. Yeah, most recently. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. is it weird for the for teams to have two defensive back coaches? No. No. Because no? you got safeties and you got corners. And now uh, another question you gotta ask is, is Coach Nolan gonna be the guy that connects the back end to the front end? Uh, is Al Harrison and, and Maurice gonna be these guys? But anyway, that that right there. You like that, huh? They we got I wanna know, and people look at me strange when I say this, is it Truly on the players, or was it the technique that the players were playing? Yeah. You know, uh, 
I would hate for some of these guys to go from uh, to another place. I would now I would hate it, but I, I really don't care. I really don't care. Let me just. <laughs> you have phone, man. <laughs> she loved me. Uh, <laughs> you know what bothers me it, it, is can you honestly look at a woozy and say, man, that guy's just sorry. Then they draft no, him with the second. He's shown flashes of being really yeah. good. Yeah. So can you look? I know that my little man. He's a, he's a slot corner. Uh, Jordan Lewis. He's a slot corner. You try to play him anywhere else, you put him in danger. That's just the bottom line. Yeah. Uh, uh, the other kid, Jones. Uh, when does it? When does? When does it become? And I'm not trying to be funny here, but when does it come that we that we really need to sign our own guys? You know, Wilson out of here, second leading tackle for Kansas City. Uh, the other kid went before him at H- Kansas Hitchens. City. Now he's the he leading tackle. I'm saying to myself, okay, when do, when do we really keep some of these guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so Jones gone, Robert Quinn gone. Anthony Brown could uh, be Anthony gone. Anthony Brown could be gone. And I would just like to see, and we'll get to see, OCAC, we 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 really going to have to be cognizant. Is that the word, cognizant or whatever? Yeah. Of, of OTAs and all of these things that's coming up because it's new. How do these players respond? Who do who do they start releasing as the season get close and yeah. close? Like, whoa, maybe he wasn't. Maybe you know because one coaching staff may not like you. Maybe the goal to another coaching staff. That's yeah. true. Yeah, you got to go ahead. No, I'll go ahead. Well, I, one of my questions, and maybe you were bringing up um, Doug Nussmeyer's quarterback coach now. How does that? I mean, this is. He was a better. Dak, he was a better quarterback coach. Yeah, than he was tight ends coach. coach. But and I he, guess, but Dak is going into his fifth season. He'll now have four quarterback coaches, and he's had one a different one the last three years. I mean, is that? Are you playing with his mind? Any is that? No, yeah? it's still the same. His partner's still there. Kellen. Kellen. <laughs> his yeah. partner's still there. See, you can't hurt Dak with a new quarterback coach now. I, I feel. Because he has his regiment. He knows what he likes. Now, the coach can put in some few little do's and that, de- you know, on the field, you know, hey, step like this. Do-. But now, he has a regiment and a routine that allows him to be good. Now, they're keeping the same offense, basically. Yeah. With, with Coach uh, McCarthy just adding a few of his things in there. They're keeping the same language. So. Did it surprise you, Kitten, and wasn't brought back? Because. Because uh, Dak did make a pretty good jump this year. Well, the thing is, you know, because I wanted Kitten and Leon, and I thought Colombo would be back. But mm-hmm. we got a veteran enough off his line that coach, the coach Philbun, he he's a veteran guy. Mm-hmm. He ain't he ain't a guy that's looking to go out the door like the guy they had to fire. He was looking to go out the door. Mm-hmm. So uh, these guys will respond. They're gonna play a physical brand of football, I think. You know, so uh, these guys will respond. Yeah, they'll respond, man. You brought uh, a couple of other guys, Leon. You just mentioned uh, Doug Nussmeyer moved from tight ends to quarterbacks See, coach. Skip Pete used to be here. Let me tell you something, man. And then Kellen Moore obviously is back. Let me tell you something. Tell me something. <laughs> tell me something, yeah. And it's amazing how you go from tight end coach to quarterback coach, and. It's just how coaches think. You know, that was the craziest move out of all these moves. 
That yeah. was what wasn't it? Yeah. And 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 then as soon as this is what I got was as soon as they moved him to quarterback coach, it was like such a positive. It wasn't like oh hold on man from tight ends to quarterback. It's like nah. He can coach quarterbacks. Yeah, he was kind of out of his element yeah, prior to tight yeah. ends. Yeah, so you're saying to yourself, well, as much as we like Kitten, well, why did they bring in Kitten when they just should have? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Nussmeyer's son's a big recruit in college, isn't he? In, in uh, quarterback. Sure. He's yeah. a quarterback, quarterback too, yeah. right? Yeah, he, he know. And so I'm not saying that what Coach Garrett did was wrong. No, 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 no. Because Coach Garrett rolled up with uh, Kyle Lim. Kyle, wasn't Coach Garrett riding with y'all on the plane? Yeah, he was on the same flight. Yeah, so he ain't gonna never get away from the Cowboys. Yeah, Kyle, I heard I heard that y'all had some some interesting uh co-passengers going and coming back. Yeah, tell us some of the people y'all had on the plane. So Jason was on one side of the plane on the way to Mobile, and mm. there were a couple guys scattered throughout, but on the way back, it was Jason, uh, Will McClay, Dan Marino. And then for those of you who know about, uh, like, those inspirational speakers, Gary right. V was also right. on that Oh, really? Flight. Yeah. Right. Wasn't so. uh, Mike Tomlin on a flight, too? I don't think he was on our flight. I didn't see him anyway. I think he was on somebody else that works here's flight. They were and saying he wasn't on Tomlin, and then there was another coach, and everybody's like, why are these guys on our flight? <laughs> and apparently there's only, like, I think Dallas, Atlanta, oh, connected, and somewhere yeah. else connects directly, flies directly into Mobile. So yeah. they had to connect. I think everybody had to basically go through Dallas yeah. or Atlanta to, <coughs> to get there. So pretty interesting. All right, and nobody was on my flight. No, oh, that's right, because I was driving. Because you don't fly. <laughs> yeah, because you scared to fly. Andre the Giant would fly, and you won't even fly. But Andre the Giant had to use the restroom as soon as he got off the Can plane. Can you too. imagine those, <laughs> over, those overseas flights? That's such, that's such a good documentary. <laughs> so good. Excuse me, doom, 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 doom. Where is he going straight to the restroom? <laughs> As he sits down, the plane tilts. So uh, there was there was one player. And I'm sure there were plenty of more, but as the coaches were being interviewed, there was one player that was hanging out and waiting on the coaches to get done interviewing so he could go talk to the coach. And I will tell you who that was when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. Planning your next family vacation? Make it Dreams Playa Mujeres Golf Resort and Spa. Enjoy the perks of unlimited luxury at this all-sweet beachfront haven where gourmet meals, premium drinks, and activities are all included. Only 10 minutes from downtown Cancun, Dreams is situated on a private white sand beach. Soak in the views from the infinity pool, pamper yourself at our spa, or enjoy family time at the Lazy River and Water Park. Book your stay today at Dreams Playa Mujeres by visiting dreamsresorts.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. The Cowboys Way, where Thanksgiving means spending the day with 100,000 of your closest family and friends to watch the game live. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships show us what success looks like. Where we're all defined by one single thing, the star. 
where we as fans have the power to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America. Copyright 2019, Bank of America Corporation. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's best network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score, September 2019. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Oh, we're back, and Jesse's never looked brighter. <laughs> we miss our guy. Yeah, I miss Jesse. I hadn't seen Jesse in almost a, a month, man. Sounded like he had a pretty big shindig to go up back yeah. up to home in New Jersey. Can't so. wait to talk to him on Monday. Yeah. You know what? Let's hold off on Senior Bowl talk till yeah. Monday because I bet we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll wait till till Jesse gets back. So find out where he's been. He just flies all over the place. He's man. a jet setter. He is a jet setter. All right. So as Monday, as we're talking to coaches, there was. One defensive player that was kind of just lingering defense, around. I was going to guess offense. Yeah, defense, defensive huh? player lingering around. He kind of showed up about the time the defensive coaches started talking to the media, and he kind of walked out from. I don't even know where he came from, but he was over. He wasn't <laughs> hiding. He was walking yeah. around talking to all the media, and he he just had a baby. His baby was like a, probably a week old. And he was just hanging out. And I, I didn't put two and two together. I thought he was just at the facility working out or going to get something out of his locker. And then I've talked to him for probably five or ten minutes, and a couple other guys walked up. And then when all the coaches kind of broke up, he was like, Hey, he's like, Good seeing y'all. I got to go. I got to go. I need to go t- talk to Coach Nolan. Jordan mm. Lewis. Oh. Actually came up here in person. That's my boy, man. It went, it went, yeah. So yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of guys that have come up to the facility yeah. to talk to their position coaches and everything. He was just the one. And, and we see guys, we're in the training table eating. We see, especially the guys that are rehabbing that have injuries, we see uh, Xavier Suofilo going through here with his Tyrone. little cart. Tyrone's been up here all off season, seen, you know, Kayvon Frazier coming through. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's we talking about Thompson? healthy. He talking about the cripple. Exactly. I'm talking yeah. about you saw a healthy guy. Yeah, Thank you. saw Jordan. <laughs> oh, so, Jesus, man, you had a mash. You so yeah. So here. I don't know if that's a if that's any kind of sign or whatever. Like I said, I'm sure there's plenty of other guys that have been up here, but I saw it and I just I thought that was really cool for him to come up here and come meet with the coaching staff. You know, basically the first day they were all in the office together. I don't know if it was coincidence that that's the day that he showed up but you know i thought that was i thought that was pretty neat yeah, he's got to so. be hungry hungry for a job because he yeah. didn't always get a good chance under the last couple of years you, yeah you don't want to and it, it, what is his last year in his contract yeah you don't want to be just hung out to dry your last year mm-hmm. you know everybody want to play want to show what they value or what their worth is you know uh, can they be an impact on this team will they have opportunity that that that's the one thing about a new coach, you know. Uh, let's say let's use linebackers for example. Okay, you see what type of linebackers you get, you got, but the coach may say, "Hey, hey, hey, 
on the, on certain plays, we're gonna need you to stand in there. You know, not not you know, I, all our linebackers fly everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes they the, the guys may ask you to come up and and butt heads with a big big offensive lineman to fill your gap because. When you when you run a three four defense like these guys have, your linebacker make a lot of the plays, but the linebacker are playmakers. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that, they had ability to go through people, around people, and over people to make those plays in a, in a three four defense. So you, normally you have a more stout of a guy, a more uh, uh, rock solid of a guy, whereas in the uh, Four three, you just got a lot of running guys, a lot of running linebackers. You got a lot of guys that's running free. Mm-hmm. You you don't want you want them to be clean, especially that wheel linebacker, the weak side. You want him always running free, you know, making a lot of tackles. Uh, but in his other scheme, the three four, your linebackers have to make some of their plays, like what Boza does, and I think they run a three four. Do, do San Francisco run a three four or four three? Uh, to look it up I think they're a three four, and then like doesn't don't they run a three four up in uh, Pittsburgh where yeah, Watt plays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, kind of the same kind of guy, right? Yeah. And see, the thing about it is, you can't have three four guys in a four three built like JJ. Is that uh, TJ Watts? TJ Watts. You can't have three or four of those guys, but you can have one. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you can have one. Right. How yeah. do you, Kurt, how do you feel overall about the coaching staff and kind of the direction? I know it's really early, but from what you've seen. I think it's exciting. It's, it's like what you said earlier. You've got a great mix of experienced guys, guys who have been head coaches, who have been through the trenches and done all that. And you've got some of this young talent that seems like they're really – you know, exciting, on the ball, hungry, ready to go. I, I think it's a great mix of guys. and it, It's, I mean, we know this team has talent, and I think these coaching staff might be better suited to bring it out, Bring huh? it out, you know, because like we talked about um, Kellen last year, maybe there were some times he was in over his head or yeah. had, they, they wanted Jason to be able to kind of fill Catch in the you, gaps yeah. Yeah, of, of him and some other guys. Well, yeah. Uh. That's not going to be as big a problem this year, I don't think, because you've got guys that are experienced. And like he's Nolan, a year more experienced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, how, how do you feel about him as a group? I, I, I like it for the same reason that you guys are. Uh, and what Coach said was, and it may be the same with Coach Gary too, but what Coach said out loud during his press conference is, I'm hiring guys who you see on the first day going to be like that on the last day. Their attitudes – and 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 what they're bringing to the table is going to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And so, if you got a happy coach today, cause just because he got a little cold tomorrow, you ain't gonna get the grumpy coach. Mm-hmm. You know, like my wife does when I'm getting a little sick. <laughs> you know, so but I I just love it, man. That okay, it's new blood, it's fresh blood. Okay, uh, old with the young, with the new. We got old school, new school. Yeah. Now. Is the guy that's over it, Coach McCarthy? Can he bring it all together in a short period of time? He don't have the window that that the Carolina Panthers gave with their head coach. He don't have that window. The window that maybe the New York Giants have to give their head coach is now. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. now for Coach McCarthy. He's not on the Coach Garrett plan, yeah. right? No. Yeah, it's, he's got to win now. He's got to win now, man. I think the most encouraging thing to me. And it just looks like from the outside looking in that the, he was able to make the moves that he wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like here's who you've got to keep, here's who 
you know, we're on the fence. It, it looks like from the outside looking in, like, go build your staff, you know, because the one that I was kind of worried about was Kellen. But yeah. he said in his press conference, hey, Kellen was a guy that I was looking at. No right, matter right. where I wound up going, I was keeping tabs on what he was doing and where he was going. So, mm-hmm. you know, unless that was just a charade to kind of hide that, you know, we you were told that you had to keep Kellen. It sounds like all of these guys are guys, you know, that he wanted – to bring in. Yeah. So. But you know what? As I was saying last year, Brother Shannon, is when they when they said Kellen Moore was the play caller, I was so against it. Remember, I was like, man, why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, this is coaches last year. Give him every opportunity. Let him call his own offenses. Well, even if they said we want you to keep Kellen Moore, he probably said, but I, I got control of this, right? And he probably looked in the owners, right? Yes, yeah. sir. So he's not going to let the kid fall. Right. If I need to take yeah. something over, yeah. I get to yeah. let me they, run they it. probably say, like, yeah, yeah, you can run it. Because mm-hmm. Mr. Jones, you know, even though they may not care, they still don't want people saying, wow, here we go again. <laughs> you, you know, I, I'm being honest now. If you're a true fan like most of us are, you don't want to – You don't, one thing you don't want is here we go again. Yeah, we right. had a lot of that. Then the press conference come. Yeah, well, Kellen Moore's the play caller. <laughs> really? You the head coach. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want that because if, it it won't be 14 or 15 games before the, the stadium empty. It'll be about like six or seven and the stadium will be empty. You know, so, you, yeah, man, I, I think – when that was mentioned, that he was okay with it. I think that Coach McCarthy was okay with it. He said, all right, let's do this. I'm running it. Let's do this. Yeah. You know, because you cannot – this will be the fifth or sixth year for Dak and Zeke and and, fifth, uh, yeah. and our offensive line be, have been together for over six years and they ain't getting no younger. So now this window is going. I'm telling yeah. you, it is moving fast. Yeah. You know. Sure. And just looking through this sheet, like I think these guys are going to be fun. I saw at some point every one of these coaches smile. <laughs> I did. Uh, well, the smiles, are, uh, the smiles will leave as the rigors of the season play out. Right. The smiles leave, but I think by what he said is I want consistent guys. So if these guys talk to you, I think they'll talk to you down the road, yeah. win, lose, or draw. I think they've been battle-tested enough or player-tested enough because we've got a few players to know that, okay, i got to face the media. You do what you do. You know, uh, I won't be I won't be surprised, though, because I, most staffs are starting to do this. Is Everybody's starting to get tight when the season starts. They – they don't share as much when yeah, the season sure. starts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I will tell you this. The, the coaches have not figured out the pecking order in the lunchroom because <laughs> Coach Philbin was behind me Monday, and there were about four people in front of us. And protocol in the lunchroom is if a player or coach gets in line, they go straight, straight to, to the, the front. front cause, yeah. Because usually they're getting food to go, and they're right. gone yeah, back up yeah. to their office. Coach Philbin was standing behind us, and I was like, Coach, go ahead. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I was like, no, 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 go ahead. I was like, you, you got more stuff to do than me. You know how to tell us that, Coach, no, 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 come no, on, man, no. it's your show. That's what I, I tried, yeah. and he was like, he was hell-bent on not letting me go, and finally I had to fake like I was going to talk to someone else to <laughs> yeah. trick him into getting – that'll change yeah. once they figure this out. Yeah, but yeah. It's, yeah. it's just refreshing to see them – they don't know – Use the old regime. The coaches and players sat on this side of the lunchroom, and everybody else sat yeah. over here. It's just funny to see Coach McCarthy 
plop down right in the middle of all the employees because he doesn't know like <laughs> right. we don't normally eat over here. Yeah. I think it's great. It's awesome. It and, and I hope and I hope we as employees allow them to do that. I do too. Yeah. You know because fans can run you off and I and I mm-hmm. hope. But you know what? These uh, people that work up in here, mm-hmm. they so into themselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they probably pay attention to the coaching they, card. They don't, these millennials are on their phones oh, man. They, and taking selfies. But you know what? And, now, I ain't going to say that about them because I see more conversations going on with our people. Oh, here. yeah. I mean, it's refreshing kind of to yeah. see our guys and girls that work in this facility be at the table actually facing each other and talking. So, I'll yeah. tell you this before we go. Um, is it Rob Davis? Is that his assistant yes, head yeah, coach? Yeah. Yeah. He supposedly is his guy that came yeah, with yes, us from, from Green Bay. Yes. Like He's taking care of everything. He's, he's, he, that's if his you guy. need him, that's the guy. He yeah. came through the first week that he was here, and I was gone part of that because I was in Mexico, but he came in and – for during breakfast and would walk around to tables and introduce himself and shake people's hands and oh, just really? say, Hey, and like, didn't know any, you could have been the janitor. You could have been yeah. an executive, whatever he was. And he, I've seen him still do it here um, this week. So uh, it's cool, man. Let me tell you cool. something. Until, until we start, me, man. until we start talking bad about him on yeah, the show. Exactly. And no, talk to no. him <laughs> Lose but, four but, straight. And but he, <laughs> but he told, I'm coach, I'm coach right hand man. So he told you, yeah, he said, if you need some, come talk to me. We'll see what we can do. At least the door is open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. Oh, and I'm going to hunt him down because he still ain't text me his phone number and all that because I will let you know I'm going to talk about you like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kurt, yes, sir. good having the guys good back here. I wish again. Jesse yeah, was, I wish here, Jesse today, was here, man. Wow. We'll get him back next week. Kyle, thanks for being on the show, man, keeping us going. Thanks, Kyle. All right. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> like, it took a minute there. Jesse, Usually you don't, uh, res- or I don't have to respond. Wow, you know, you know what? I'm gonna quit giving Caden props on this show. It's a oh, new really? season. We're done with Caden. It's a new season. Bye, Caden. Oh, man, so he with the old G? Yeah, <laughs> out with the old, in, in with the, the new. new. <laughs> Jesse, we'll get you back next week. Nate, thanks for bringing Thank it, man. You, man. It's good seeing you yeah, again. You're you looking too. good. All right, Kyle, get us out of here. Hang it with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?